Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Rooted Deep, a podcast featuring Reba Bowman and Allison Hale. Everybody, this is Reuben Allison, and we're really glad to be with you today on Rooted Deep. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we've been talking a little bit, Allie, about encouragement because we just have felt like, boy, do we all need it right now? Um, it's just been a, it's been a tough ride for a lot of people, and it's just having those focus or an intentionality on being an encouraging person and surrounding ourselves with encouraging people. We talked about how important that was last week. And so now we want to jump into a little bit about maybe practically what that looks like. Yeah, we wanted to, uh, we wanted to, like you said, give maybe some, you know, some practical tips and not convince you why encouragement is necessary. Because I think we, you know, we covered that last week, but also because we, we know it, we've been, because of the pandemic, we've been pretty isolated and everybody's hoarding toilet paper, you know, and, you know, covered in masks and everything. And so now it's, it's time to let's, you know, let's open up and try to try to see how one another's doing. And I think people have gotten really creative about Mm -hmm. their way of, um, of being encouragement, but I wanted to kind of bridge the gap between last week and this week, because Mm -hmm. last week we really talked about not being, you know, some encouragement requires an emptying of ourselves, you know, being a channel, being a funnel instead of, uh, of me, 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 we have to think about somebody else. And I, you know, I went to Romans 12 and everybody, when they think of Romans 12, they automatically think of those two verses, um, of, you know, being a, present your bodies, a living sacrifice, right. um, holy and acceptable. And so the living sacrifice, but then 12 continues on down the chapter and gives us, you know, some pretty practical ways of what that looks like in real life, whether it's yeah. your giftings or whether it's your connection. And we've talked about connection before. And then we go to verse nine, which is talking about let, letting your love be genuine. Um, abhor what is evil, cleave to cleave to that which is good. Be kindly affectioned one to another with brotherly love. And so it starts, you know, just actually here's how you can encourage when think about other people mm-hmm. in these really kind of a list way. And then it mentions, it mentions hospitality. It mentions rejoicing with others um, when they rejoice. It mentions being, sta- you know, standing beside somebody in, in tribulation and mm. serving and, and, and not being lazy. And so there's some really good practical ways in this list of saying, here's what brotherly love looks like. And so mm. that's what, that's what encouragement is, right? Right. Exactly. I love that because I do think that, um, it's easy to get out of the habit of being, um, focusing on other people. Uh, and I think you're right so much, sometimes isolation or other things cause us to kind of all just pull everything inward. And, and we, we just, it's easy to say trapped there. In fact, I've talked to people who feel like I feel trapped here. I don't know how to step out of this and move forward. And so I think, um, boy, that's really what you said was so good. And I think the Bible has given us some really great things there in Romans chapter 12. So obviously that would be a great passage to go start, maybe read through that um, this week uh, and kind of check the out uh, Romans chapter 12, because it does take that Okay, I'm going to quit thinking so much about me, and I'm going to start opening my eyes and look around me and see who's hurting. Yeah, yeah. Who's in need? Mm-hmm. Um, who's struggling right now? And and then when I see it, so this is the thing, Allie. We can see it mm-hmm. and then not do anything about it. Right, yeah. Um, yeah put it on the list. And I, may, I might need to think about that later on. 
Yeah, because yeah, I think there is a, and I honestly think the devil is really tricky at this. I, I do. I think sometimes he puts an idea that we have to solve it. So if I can't solve it, I think there's no, there's nothing I can do between seeing it and solving it. So if yeah. I see it and I can't solve it, then forget it. Just, yeah. So what I want to encourage you with today is an encourager is, is so much in the gap between seeing and solving. Yeah. Um, God does not call us to solve everybody's problems and yeah. we can't solve everybody's problems or we can't heal people who are hurting and that's not our job, but we can encourage them along the way. Right. And um, so what then does it look like in the practical sense to encourage? Um, yeah. You know, Paul said in Thessalonians, he said, uh, therefore, encourage one another and build one another up. And I love that phrase because I think it's visual. Yeah. Build one another up. It's, um, you know, can I put a brick underneath you that lifts you up just a little bit? How do yeah. I build you up? How do I strengthen you? How do I help you today? And that just might not be as, you know, hard as we think it is. Right. Yeah. And it doesn't require, it really doesn't require money. It doesn't require nope. a ton of effort. Nope. It really just requires, again, you thinking, okay, what does it look like to step out of my own, you know, and then and step into somebody else's um you know, area and space and say, Hey, I need to encourage you and not think of myself. Yeah. You know, I, I think about in my own life, there's been times in my life when I've been in that difficult place that, and I didn't, you know, people came along in my life and they didn't solve it, but they were an encouragement to me. Right. And, you know, they kind of, it was just like, um, my, I'll never forget my brother ran a marathon, uh, one time and I was, uh, I was one of his, <laughs> I was one of his, he called me his goo, his goo girl. Um, I would meet him every five miles mm. and hand him um, a, a kind of a gel substance that gave him, you know, nutrition yeah. and helped him yeah. finish and energy and water. Okay. So every yeah. five miles. And I mean, I remember I met him at the five mile point and he had that and he was looking great. He was just yeah. running. Oh, he was yeah. doing so awesome. I meet him at 10 mile point. Yeah. He's still looking great. I mean, I was shocked. I'm like, this yeah. guy's, yeah. yeah. Honestly, I meet him at 15 miles and it's the same look. I'm like, this guy is a machine. He's just cruising. I meet him at 20. 20. Yeah. Oh, there's a whole different person topping the hill. Right. The, my, I mean, he was like, I can't feel my legs. I can't feel my feet. Um, I, I don't, I mean, I am hurting from head to toe. Yeah. His whole facial expression had changed. And, and so, this time we gave him the stuff, but instead of meeting him at the end, we only ran ahead to the 22 mile marker. Yeah. yeah. And we were like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna cheer him on, yeah. or, you know, at a two way. mile marker. Yeah. And um, and when we got there to the two mile marker and he came, he had broken through some of that stuff, mm -hmm. and we're just keeping encouraging him. And later on, he was like, you don't know how much that helped me to know that I was gonna see you at five and at 10 and at 15 and at 20. Yeah. And then when I saw you at 22, it was like, okay, I can do this. Yeah. And, and you know, I, that may be a silly way to illustrate it, but I think that's where people are in life sometimes. Yeah. Life is a marathon, okay? It's not a sprint. And there's just places along the way that people need, we need each other to say, keep going. You know, I yeah. couldn't run for him. Yeah. I couldn't take his place, but I could sure cheer him on. Yeah. And so we want to maybe talk about some practical ways you can hear people on uh, yeah. and encourage them as they move through. And the first thing I thought of, Allie, was just an encouraging word. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Because how simple is that? That's so, yeah, it's so simple. But it just, it requires eyes though. It requires just, again, stepping out. But that, that encouraging word, um, it does help. I, I remember um, there have been times when somebody was like, oh, but I know you can do this. And I'm like, what, I, you know, okay, thank you. But then I thought about it, but those words really stick. And some of those encouraging words really are, are so helpful, right? You know, at the 22 mile marker. Oh, absolutely. You know, and maybe I know, you know, we love text and email mm -hmm. and I think that's great. So I'm not yeah. disparaging that if that's what you have time for. But I'm going to tell you in the world of text and email, if you've ever gone to your mailbox and gotten a card from somebody that was right. totally unexpected. Yeah. It just makes your day. Like, wow. You know, so, hey, you know, it's yeah. extra effort. Right. It's just like, hey, I just was thinking about you today. I wanted, you know, I'm praying for you. And I was yeah. like, how awesome is that? Yeah. Um, and so I think that sometimes we can make that little extra effort just to, as we see someone in need, and sometimes maybe it'd be great for you just to write down a list yeah. of people right now that you can think of that say, Lord, bring some people to my mind right now that mm -hmm. I know need some encouragement. And, you know, it doesn't take very long sitting down at nighttime, even while you're watching something or relaxing a little bit, just to grab a, I mean, you don't have to go buy fancy note cards, you know, just something really simple. Grab a, grab a three by five card yeah. and, and just write down a quick note and drop it in an envelope and kick it out to somebody. And it's shocking. Uh, I think how much people are like, what a blessing that was. Right. Yeah. And it's surprising. It's surprising how that simple gesture does go a long way, especially if it's personalized, especially if it's like, hey, um, not not just, you know, God bless you or love Allison, but yeah. really say, hey, I, you know, I'm praying for you as you walk through and then be yeah. give, a, give a specific just shows that, you know, who they are and, and, and what they're, and what they're going through at that moment. And, um, yeah. I got, I got a note the other day. I thought it was really funny. I got a note and I was like, Oh, this is nice. And then I kept reading it. I'm like, Oh, this person has sent this note to a bunch of people because there's literally no specifics in it. You know, it's just, and I was like, well, that's, I mean, it was still nice, you know, but I, but it looked like a, um, you know, just copy paste type of situation. Right. So I didn't, like okay thank you you know yeah. um but it wasn't specific to me and i i've been i've been i've been guilty of that before like hey you know thinking about you what do you think of it blah 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 and um but it makes a difference when you know okay this person actually um knows what i'm going through you know oh absolutely and maybe that's where it's so i think maybe important for us not to look to mass produce something we're yes. not looking for 50 people uh -uh. we're not praying for 60 people for you to encourage god would you just bring one or two people to my mind right that a word of encouragement just, you know, um, might be a blessing to, or even just a quick, you know, uh, I know a lot of people don't answer their phones today. You know, they'll answer texts, but they won't answer their phone. But I'll even call sometimes knowing that they're not going to answer and just leave a message on the voicemail. And oh, say, I've hey. gotten some of those. Yeah. And just <laughs> say, Hey, it's Reba. I just want yeah. you to know, I love you. And I'm praying for you. You came right. to my mind today. And I just want you to know that I took a few minutes just specifically to pray for you today. And, um, and that may be all I say and beep. And that's the end of that. It yeah. took me all of two minutes mm -hmm. at that. Yeah. Um, and at some point they're going to go back and go, Oh, I have a voicemail from Rebo and listen yeah. to it. You know? And I just think that um, those are opportunities just to, you came to my mind today. I just wanted you to know, I prayed for you, yeah. uh, you know, or specifically I have friends right now that are going through some pretty deep waters right now. I have a friend who lost her husband and, and, you know, and, just words of encouragement, you know, just, um, you know, I, I, we've got, a, I've got some friends who just lost their baby and just word, you know, it's like, okay, 
how do you encourage so i can't fix any of that yeah, yeah but how but can i can i be intentional about being having a word of encouragement you know somewhere along the line um but i will caution okay so ali let's caution me and you've been counseling and in ministry for a lot of years yes so let's just say that let's just talk a little bit about that romans 8 28 stamp all um <laughs> statement because i think i think that this is important i really yeah. do it's easy to get really cliche-ish and just say well you know god works it all out for good and sometimes yeah. that's the last thing somebody wants to hear yeah yeah and it's, and that's, it's so like you said it's such a cliche and you're just like yeah no um I, this is gonna take a minute just like it, it really you know but we know that with god all things you know all things work together for good and this morning i i woke up and i'm already talking to gary about i'm worried about today there's some things happening i need to know you know blah blah, blah. i just now to trust in the process that, and gary starts singing that song that i think we probably sang in college i've got confidence my yeah. god is gonna see me through woo woo no matter yeah. what the case may be, my God, my God's going to fix it for me. And I'm yeah. like, but he's, you know, he's not always, that's, that, that's the cliche of that. That's Romans 28. Oh, it'll all be, it'll all be all right. It'll all be okay. You know, no, not always. And, um, and so when Gary was in the hospital a few years ago, uh, there was a couple in our church that just everywhere he was in, because we were in, I think three or four hospitals over the course of a week. Um, I would come down to the lobby and they were just sitting they're just sitting there. They were just there, you know? And I'm like, mm, that's awesome. Because I, I don't know if our Northern listeners, y'all do this, but down in the South, sometimes the Southerners have really, um, have really just nailed the art of just sitting with somebody. Yeah. We're just yeah. going to sit with somebody. We're going to sit at the, at the waiting room at the hospital. We're going to go sit with you when you're going through this. And that was, they're just, their presence there was really interesting. They didn't tell they didn't say anything stupid or they didn't say yeah. anything like, you know, just like you said, cliche ish. They didn't follow me around like with their little, I, you know, I've got confidence, you know, claps or right. whatever. Yeah. They just, they were just sitting. And I think that was so encouragement to see them, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And, and we want to make sure you understand it's really clear. We're not saying that Romans eight twenty eight is not true. Yeah. Okay. It is true. Um, but sometimes when we're in the beginning of a thing, it's very difficult to see the end of the thing. Right. Um, and so God, we, we know that through the power of God, we are conquerors and we know he loves us. And we know that nothing can separate us from that. That is Romans 8. And we know that if God allows us to go through difficulties and storms, we understand that God is going to work this out. Yeah. We don't know what it looks like, but yeah. he's going to work it out. But nowhere in scripture does it say when you hit your uh, thumb with a hammer, say hallelujah. Okay. It hurts. Right. Okay. And we were like, oh, that hurts. You know, God is not this, this separated from emotion or feeling. He understands that we hurt and we go through pain and we go through difficulty. So did he. He also prayed, Father, if there's any other way this could pass for me, let it pass. So I don't want to get sidetracked on this, but I also do want to say that it's okay to hurt and it's okay to, to, to process through grief and pain and emotions that, um, that are normal. And it's okay to let people do that and understand that, yes, Romans 8 is still true. Um, but right now in the depths of their pain, it may not be the very words they needed to hear. And like what you said, Job's friends. Yeah. Uh, you know. <laughs> oh, they're famous. Oh, they are famous for that seven days of sitting quietly yes. and then suddenly getting up and starting to throw every accusation right. at the book at Job. Um, yeah. 
And so, yeah. So let's let's try to be an encouragement to those people thinking about choosing our words wisely. And sometimes, yeah. like you said, Allie, maybe no words are needed at all. Right. Yeah. Maybe just you your know. presence. Yeah. yeah. Just being there. Uh, but then there's also, I think, some actions that can yeah. we can take to encourage people. Uh, just simple gestures helps. Um, man, I know that, you know, sometimes uh, I've heard all kinds of stories of uh, just uh, giving a mom an hour and taking the kids for an hour while she really needed to go and take care of some important things. Uh, there's simple gestures. Uh, as we see people struggling through life, um, I think it's important to ask ourselves, what God show me what they need in the what moment. Can I, yeah. What can I do in this moment and how can I step in? Um, a few years ago, Gary was really frustrated because it was, it was winter time. We're here in the Dominican, but we were just following some, you know, just re scrolling through Facebook and our pastor's wife, it was so funny because our pastor's wife said, Oh my goodness, our pipes just burst. I don't know what to do. And people kept, people kept commenting, oh, I'm so sorry, oh, I'm so sorry, or they would just crack jokes or, you know, oh, better tell, you better tell preacher to get his books off the floor kind of thing. And so finally, Gary in the Dominican Republic is like, is there somebody headed over to her house to make sure this woman's not going to drown in, you know, in frozen water or whatever? And so he called a friend and that friend is like, yeah, I can go, I can go fix that right now. But he's like, why did I have to sit in the Dominican and make sure that this got taken care of? And, and everybody, you know what I'm saying? Because I think people think words are great and words are good. But sometimes, like you said, there needs to be an act of service. What can I do and how can I step into that? And Gary just literally walked through the house like, okay, why am I in the Dominican Republic trying to figure out how to fix my, you know, and then yeah. um, he sent a friend over and, uh, and, and they got it all fixed up and everything. But, and that friend wasn't on Facebook. That's the thing that friend, he was smart enough to not ever have social media. Right. Um, but there is, you know, sometimes words are, words are great, but then yeah. there's times when you need to step more into it and say, okay, mm -hmm. What do you need right now? And instead of saying, because I'm so guilty of this, Reba, I always say, hey, call me if you need me. And I truly mean it. Call me if you need me. But you know, but I aren't going to call. They're not going to. No, and no. and so, and it's kind of an out. Hey, I told them to call me if I if they needed me and they just never did. So they must right. not have really. And yeah. that's not, you know. Yeah. So what can we do in that, in that, pro instead of saying that, what should we say? Yeah, and you know, I think too. Sometimes tell me how I can help. Mm -hmm. Some that is an awkward question sometimes yeah. too. Now, some people can answer that one pretty easily, but yeah. a lot of times people can't. So I think that there is that. Sometimes that's the right question. You know, tell me what would be. How can I help right now? Is there anything? Tell me what I could do to help you right now. Uh, but a lot of times people are going to look at you and go, "Oh, I don't, I don't know. I mean, you don't have to do that. No, it's okay." And you know, uh, it's all of this. Yeah. And so I think sometimes seeing the obvious. Yeah. Um, you know, and looking at it and saying, you know what, sometimes it's a meal. Yeah. You know, uh, I mean, a bucket of chicken, right? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I yeah. mean, so this is in our culture, it's so easy. Um, sometimes maybe just to deliver a meal, or it's easy for us to um, just to, again, uh, you know, grab a mower and um, yeah. help, you know, uh, get a help get a lawn mowed or, you know, uh, if we've got that skill set, let me run over and let me help in this moment. Right. Um, I, you know, I do think that um, those kinds of acts of, of encouragement and acts, they're, they're simple acts. A lot of times, if it's your, if it's in your wheelhouse, it's no big yeah. deal to you. Yeah. It's yeah. just no big deal. For women who love to cook, 
Putting mm -hmm. a meal together is fun. Right. Or exactly. if you love to bake, baking some chocolate chip cookies mm -hmm. is enjoyable. And then all of a sudden it becomes this huge, simple gesture, but such a blessing to someone else. Yeah. And so I, I just think that as we think through, for me, I'm going to tell you, I've, I've so many times prayed this prayer, Lord, show me how I can help. Yeah. Show me how I can help. Yeah. Open and, my eyes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Absolutely. Open my eyes to what I could do to be a blessing or how I can help in this situation. And sometimes, you know, I want to broaden it maybe just a little bit. There are times I think the Lord allows strangers to cross our paths. We don't know them. Yeah. They don't know us, but they need an encouraging word. Mm -hmm. um, and it's these simple things. Um, I, I, and I, I think we've seen this paid forward so many times, but um, I was in the grocery store a month couple months back and a lady in front of me she was getting all of her stuff taken care of and she's going through her little per change purse and she's trying to count it out and she was like two bucks short yeah yeah okay so now she's sitting up here deciding what she's gonna put back and mm -hmm. I know she's a little embarrassed yeah. right you know because she's just a little short and the girl at the thing's like don't you have a credit card don't you have a credit card and I'm just like so I'm just like oh my word so I just quickly as I could grab two dollars slid it to the cashier and it was just like and put a thumbs up and yeah. the cashier grabbed my two dollars she just looked at me and the lady looked at her and she's like oh no no and i'm like look no way i'm like people have done this for me before yeah I'm, exactly. we're just paying it forward right um, and and she was like oh, well that's well i just can't and that woman waited till i had checked out in the parking yeah. lot to say thank you to me again that's, yeah such a and gesture I, and it's not, that was $2. Okay. Right. And, so, and I'm not trying to pat myself on the back on this. I'm just trying to say how simple this can be. If you just pay attention and not be like, what is this woman's problem? She should have known how much money she had. You know, I mean, yeah. you, know, you can get an attitude like that if you want to, or you can just say, you know what? I, I got this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, I got this. And I just think there are such simple acts of encouragement to those who we know and maybe to those we've never met before in our entire right. lives, yeah. um, that we can just love, love, show the love of Jesus to people. And you don't have to, you don't have to wear a shirt. You don't have yeah. to carry you don't a have to humble brag it on Facebook. You know, mm. I was so blessed to be able to pay for somebody's groceries today. No, 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 exactly Hashtag right. grateful. You know what I'm yeah. saying? No, exactly. like, yeah. These are things where the left hand doesn't know what the right hand is right, doing. Exactly. And, and God says, God sees. Uh-huh. You know, God sees and yeah, that um, person feels valued, that person feels seen and 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 God is is pleased because you're doing it again, um, just being his hands and feet, you know, on the ground. Whether absolutely. it's to somebody that you know, it's to somebody you don't know, whether it's with words or a gesture or you know, helping somebody move. Um <laughs> stuff like that. Just you yeah. know, there's so many different ways that we can step out of ourselves and step into somebody else's, you know, the the moment that they need. And um, I, I, I struggle with this because like, like you said, sometimes I just don't even see what I need to, where I need to step in or what I need to do. And, and I'm covered, I've covered my bases, call me if you need me, blah, blah, blah. And, yeah. um, you know, and so they're, you know, and, and, and we're trying it and the Dominicans are really good about as soon as somebody, um, and I'm teaching them this because Dominican culture is, and I'm, I've, I've been here 18 years and I will, I will do this until the day that I die because I'm trying to teach the women. Um, again, it's another Southern culture, a Southern culture. If somebody passes away, 
-hmm. we all start cooking. I mean, we all start, like we grab a casserole out of the freezer, we make a cake we, and we take it to the people's houses. And the Dominicans here are like, people bring you food if you have a, a, a relative that passes away. And I'm like, yeah, because they know that they're not gonna wanna eat, you know? And so we bring, and they were like, oh, now we have to provide the food. And I'm like, you, the, 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 the grieving family has to provide the food. And then it got even worse than this. This is hysterical. It got even worse because the grieving family has to provide the food and then they will forever be judged as to how good the spread was that the oh. grieving family provided, oh, you know? And so in the country, it's like something, somebody's got to go out and kill a goat. Somebody's going to have to yeah. provide half a pig or whatever. And, and they're, they're judged on, oh, we just got coffee and crackers from this place, or we just got da 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 da. Oh, and I was like, I know. And so I was like, okay, this is not, you know, this is just, this is an extension of discipleship here. This is what I'm going to tell you. I yes. love the Dominican culture and I will not criticize it except for this one right here. You yeah. Know? Right. This is like the wedding of Cana. You know, you, you got, you're going to be judged if you don't, you know, right. uh, do this well. Yeah. And so I told him, I'm like, this is how we do it in my family and everywhere else. I mean, I remember my, you know, my cousin Amy and I were standing there crying over my, my grandmother's casket and while we, she's so wonderful, we were da da da. And then my, my, my cousin grabbed my hand and she's like, we are about to eat really well because you know, these funerals, these Southern women come from out of the woods and provide a meal for the grieving family. Oh, yeah. it's so, oh, it's so true. I can remember as a kid, you know, um, I mean, huge spreads. I mean, yeah, funerals have the best food. everybody comes from out of nowhere with all this food. And in mm -hmm. fact, there have been points I remember in my family, when we've had a death in the family, that it's like my mom would be like, "What are we going to do with all this food?" Yeah, uh, yeah. because it was so much food. Mm -hmm. um, but it was, you know, I think when someone dies, and I think this is such a perfect illustration: when someone dies, you can't bring them back. Yeah, there's no words you can say to fix it. Yeah, there is nothing you can do to help this person who's grieving. And so in the South, it's kind of hysterical because it's like a food will fix it all, right? Yeah. And so yes. yeah, food will fix it. So it's like, okay, I can't do anything else for you, but for right now, I can give you my best casserole. I can fix yeah. my best biscuits. I can give you my best chicken and dumplings or whatever I do. Yeah. yeah. I can knock that out and I'll bring right. that to you. And, you know, you sit and you eat and, and, and that nourishment's going to help you take yeah. this you know, go, go strength and this to go through these days. And in that, I can do that for you. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. And just remembering, I, you know, when we're talking, it's funny, we're talking about funerals at the same time we're talking about encouragement, but I feel like that's you know, where people just, you know, we don't know what to say. So weird what we do. And right. my, one of my favorite actresses, Olympia Dukakis just passed away. And yes. if you remember that famous funeral, you know, oh scene and everybody's laughing and crying because she's like we've got to do something we need to provide food we've got it and she's like I know you're hurting so here and she grabs her friend and she's like hit her because it'll make you feel better and sometimes we need to be that person yeah that just is like hey I yes. don't know what else to do so just that give was me all still your magnolias right yeah Weezer right yeah it was just like this moment of just sheer mm. hystericalness in the middle of a crisis, right? Right, and you don't know what to say, and you don't know how to help. But mm. then either because my thing is, I know I, I can make somebody laugh possibly, or I can yeah. maybe yeah. maybe maybe not. But at the same time, you're like, can you just be that person that steps in and says, I I'll take it for a minute. I will take your pain. I will take your struggle, and 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 be like Weezer in that moment, you know, and <laughs> just take their just don't even say anything. Just say, yeah. hey, I'm here. If you need to hit me, 
hit me. If you yes. need to just cry on my shoulder, do yeah. it. Yeah. And, and I really think at the end of the day, those are the kind of friends that we need. And those are the kind of people we need to be. Um, and it's just the willingness to step in to somebody else is despair, somebody else's pain, somebody else's difficulty, not as a fixer, but as an encourager. Yeah. So, you know, we want to, maybe today you're listening and you need encouragement right now. And you're like, I sure hope somebody will do this for me. Then here, I want to, I'm going to flip it on you. What I would encourage you to do then is to think of somebody else that's hurting maybe a little bit more than you. And you go out and be an encouragement to you. And I think two things happen. One, I think it has a, it has the ability as God would do it to impact us and be a blessing to us. Uh, and then I think the Lord also sees our acts and sends other people our way, which is such a good thing. Yeah. Um, but maybe you're sitting here today and you're like, you know what? I know some people right now that are just going through it. And I really haven't done anything because I didn't know what to do. Um, and so I would just encourage you uh, to pray and say, Lord, what could I do to be a blessing? Maybe it would just be a word, a phone call, a note, a text. Maybe it would just be a, um, you know, a, a small act of kindness, you know, that you could see, boy, I see a need there. And I think we could take care of that need in some way. Um, and then maybe sometimes it's like you said, it, it's just showing up and just being there. And uh, not really saying anything, not really uh, making, a, you know, a big spiel, but just kind of being there. Yeah. And what a blessing uh, that is. I remember uh, one time when uh, we were going through some difficulty as a family, uh, some people just showed up. Yeah. And they didn't ask. They just kind of did some stuff. And it was like you looked around and it was it was just done. And, uh, they didn't, they didn't make a big deal about it. They didn't say anything. And it was just like, wow, you yeah. know, what a blessing those people were. Yeah. Um, and you know, my parents are now, uh, they're not able to do it right now, but up till just a year or so ago, my parents, my dad's in his eighties, my mom's in her seventies. They were, they were still doing meals on wheels to people yeah. because they just knew the power of sometimes just that encouragement. And I thought, you know, uh, if my parents who are in their 80s and 70s can can get out there and, and encourage people with just these little gestures of kindness, man, yeah. we, we can do that, right? Right, exactly. You know? And Alan, your mom's such an encourager too. She you know, really is, yeah. She really is. Yeah. She is an encourager and she's, um, she says the right thing. I feel like she is like that Olympia Dukakis who could just says the funny stuff and, she and, is. and, Honestly, and then if there's wisdom all up in there at the same yeah. time, but that I would works. encourage everybody to, it does work. I would encourage everybody today to make two lists. Like Reva mm -hmm. said, make a list of who you need to encourage and mm -hmm. then make a list of the things that you can do. Um, you know, you, you don't have to, it doesn't have to be, you know, writing checks and hand, handing money out, but oh. you know, can I go and clean somebody's houses? And so just make, two lists think people that you can you can encourage and then things that practical things that you can do you know like with your hands well absolutely you know and, and it's maybe it's an older person who lives alone can i go spend 15 minutes and just sit down and talk to them yeah. for 15 minutes yeah. you know it, it's just there's just all kinds of things so um so here's what we want you to do okay as we close out today do us a favor um let us know uh maybe some thoughts that you 
things you came up with. Um, maybe you've come up with a whole lot. You know, some of you are sitting out there going, oh, I wish they'd have said this. Well, tell us what some of those things are. We would, you know, uh, and we'll uh, maybe do a follow-up and share some of those things that you guys have sent us uh, on ways to be an encouragement. Uh, or maybe you can just tell us a little bit about how you've been encouraged in the past. Uh, what is uh, some gesture, some act uh, where you've just been encouraged? So feel free to make, you know, share it with us, comments uh, uh, in the podcast and let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, but, uh, but bottom line is just this. Get out there and encourage one another. Uh, that is really at the end of the day. We all need it and it's important. God's called us to it. And so let's, uh, let's go out and read Romans chapter 12 and figure out what that looks like. And let's go get her done. Yeah, esteem others better than yourself. That's exactly right. So, all right, well, until next week, go be an encouragement to somebody. And uh, we'll see you next week on Rooted Deep. Thank you for listening to Rooted Deep. To learn more about Dare for More Ministries, go to dareformore.org. And look up Mercy Workshop at mercyjewelry.org.